1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Here you go. That's why you do it. You only run on third and five if
3: you've already made up your mind. You're going for it on fourth and two. throw. Here comes pressure. Escapes. Fires over the middle and it is... Complete. He got out of a sack but couldn't connect with Reynolds, and the 49ers get a big stop on D.
4: Now, back to Willard and Dibbs on 95-7, the game. Oh my
2: goodness. What a what a what a weekend. Let me throw this at you real quick. We want to go to the phones. But I was thinking about this. These two games. Like, y'all are gray now, right? You're all are gray. I hope none of you ended up hospitalized or anything like that. But that was way more stressful than we thought it was going to be. Yet, here they are, right? Yeah. You know what's fascinating about that? I bet most 49er fans are like, well, that's not the way we wanted to do it. And I'm sitting here going, well, you asked them to. They actually just did all of the things that I've heard all of the people ask for for two years think about it hey Kyle you can't come from behind hey Kyle you can't do it in the rain can you do it in the rain can you do it with the good can you do it when you miss a field goal can you do it without one of your good players can you do it from a little bit behind can you do it from way behind and they've done all of those things and here's the last one because, how many of you have all said this at any point in the Kyle Shanahan era with the 49ers? Just once could the offense pick up the defense? Yeah. Like, just once could the defense have a crap game and the offense make it go away by outscoring someone? Well, poof. Maybe, just maybe. This team is exactly the one that we should have confidence in. They don't feel like that right now, but you could argue that this team has shown the ability that 49er teams in the past have not shown, which is the ability to win multiple ways.
4: Yes, but I, I am concerned about the defense going into Kansas City. Well, it's and fair. You think about the last time they faced Kansas City in the Super Bowl. The defense was nasty, and the offense had some question marks. And this year, it feels a little bit like it's reversed. The offense feels like it's the better unit than the defense going into this game. And maybe it's recency bias and you a know, small sample size on just yesterday. But the defense had... A very bad half. And then they played pretty well in the second half. And they were helped out by some Detroit mistakes. The drop on fourth and two by Reynolds. And the misdirection where Gibbs goes the wrong way. And Goff is not sure how to hand it to him. And he hands it to him and he never puts it away. And then you you knock the ball out on that play. Another mistake that was self-inflicted, but you capitalized on it. The defense played much better in the second half. But it feels like this offense can... Beat Kansas City thirty-five to thirty-four, and if the defense plays well, you feel like you can win seventeen to sixteen. Mm. <laughs> but I would lean toward, yeah. and you're right. Like, can the offense pick up the defense one time? Well, yesterday they certainly did. They did, and they I did. think that that result is one that's more likely a week from Sunday than the other one would be.
2: Uh, Evan in the city with uh, with us here on uh, Willard and Dibs uh, Championship. Monday. Hey, Evan. What's going on?
5: Thank you so much for taking my call. I was watching that game yesterday, and the only thing that I kept thinking of is I've seen this game before. February fifth, twenty seventeen. You get twenty eight to three lead, and you just saw uh, a team completely push their game and just bomb in the second half.
6: And on the other up- side. And-
2: Evan, I wish your phone wasn't messing with you so much. We can barely hear a word you're saying, although I did get the gist of it, which is he's going back to the uh, the Falcons-Patriots Super Bowl and and 28-3. to And I will tell you, gosh, sometimes games just get these dynamics where even well before a deficit has been erased, you can sort of feel it because you just get the indicators are all there. The indicators are there, and it feels like a snowball running downhill. And again, this is why for me, and I understand all the analytics. I understand Dan the Gambler, and I understand that a lot of people are focused on other fourth downs. For me, the one that I'll remember, and there was a conversation in our house. um, Our buddy Chris was over, and we looked at each other, and he goes, I can't believe he's going for it here on fourth and two. And I said, I can't either – simply because if you don't get it and the Niners go get a touchdown and you've got a one-score game, you've opened yourself up to being basically the guy that let them back in. Now, at that point, it was just sort of a wild scenario. But within moments, it was even worse than any of us could have ever imagined If from the perspective of Detroit, which was not only do you not get the fourth down, the Niners do score a touchdown. You then fumble the very next time you touch the ball, and now the Niners are tied. But you, this is one of those, and 28-3 to 3 was the same, where well before the deficit was gone, you could feel it. You could feel that it was going. The second they went for it on fourth and two and Reynolds dropped it, I thought to myself. "Hmm, eh, This might get the Niners are the Niners are fully in this football game.
4: Yeah. I thought that was the play of the game and I said it out loud that if Detroit converts their fourth and two from the Niners twenty eight, then they probably go on and score. Maybe they have to settle for three down the road on that drive, but they get the 3 that they need and when they didn't get that i thought okay niners looked better on their opening drive even though they had to settle for a three point field goal to start the third quarter i felt like if the niners can go down from here and get a touchdown yeah you got a ball game and then the ayuk play happens and you're thinking okay now at that moment even though they didn't score on the play when that play happened, I thought, Niner's, Niner's going to win this game. Yeah. Because if yeah. that goes their way, fourth and two, it's a drop, and you get the ball back, and then Ayuk gets a 51-yard catch off the face mask of the defender. And the fact that he was able to keep his balance, see the ball, and make the catch and go down to the four-and-a-half-yard line. Incredible. Incredible. And when those things go your way, you start to feel a little bit of the destiny.
2: Uh, no doubt, especially when you're playing the Detroit Lions. I mean
4: that's the, the,
2: uh, that's a big part of this.
4: I guess I kind of put that aside though because they didn't look like the Detroit Lions in the first now half.
2: I know, but that's that's the way it goes. Like this this becomes the Lions experience. This is the franchise experience. This is their fans experience, which is that um you know, not only are you frustrated losers, but even when even when things are set up for it to go well, you sort of find a way for it to not. And I think that they were carrying that with them in the fourth quarter. I really do. Uh, To the point where once it gets going in the wrong direction, you sort of roll your eyes like, oh, God, no, we're not doing this, right? Which is not the mentality you want. The mentality you want is just like, no, I'm not even acknowledging that. We're fine. We're still up by seven. They still haven't really stopped us, right? Like after the IU catch, it's 24-17. Take a deep breath. They haven't stopped you all day. You're up by a touchdown. In Late in the third quarter, you're fine. Yeah. One play later, you're like, uh, uh-oh. Now we're not fine. Right. Now we're not fine. And so that, that, I just thought that they carried that with them uh, throughout the fourth. Jonathan in the city. Hey, Jonathan, you're on with Willard and Dips. What's up?
7: Hey, man. How's it going, guys? Um, you know, at halftime, I was almost flatlined, But then again, I remember we just saw the comeback at Green Bay. So, you know what I said to myself and everybody in the house? We got to have faith. We got to have faith, guys, because that's all we got. And and then it happened. And, and, and we needed every single one of those. The luck, right? The Detroit Lions drop these. There was, you know, a couple of throws that Jared Goff delivered right on time, perfectly delivered, but they dropped it. Kyle Uchik in the sideline, toe drag. That was beautiful. You know, Brock Purdy scrambles. Um... Are you, uh, are you kidding me? You know, uh, off the helmet catch, 60-yard bomb, the, the third-in Juwan, one, one-handed
6: <laughs> um,
7: fingertip grab. We, we needed every single one of those. I can't believe they went Joe Boxers two games in a row. But this two weeks is going to be lit. Las Vegas is going to be on fire. Hey, just got lucky, and we did. Three games in a row. Two down. One to go, let's go, Niners! Okay, there it is. Jonathan (laughs) in the city.
2: Yeah. It is a weird playoff run. This is a really weird playoff run. Um, I don't know if I – I don't remember anything that felt like this, and I don't even just mean for the 49ers. I mean for any team. Um, A one seed. Everything in their building the whole time. And how many minutes out of the two hours that were just played – did it feel like the 49ers were going to win the football game in which they were playing? Not many. Yeah.
4: Not many at all. It was a weird all.
2: playoff run to I get mean, to a Only
4: Super Bowl. a snippet of the game against the Packers because you were chasing that thing virtually the whole way. And then yesterday, Jonathan mentioned it at halftime, 24-7. to 7, You're thinking, oh, geez. And then even when the Niners get the three and Detroit gets the ball back and they move pretty promptly down the field... The game predictor says they have a ninety-one percent chance to still win that football game. So you're thinking, oh, boy. I mean, I was thinking Detroit's going to score another touchdown. It's yeah. going to be thirty-one to ten, and then it's night, night time. I'm going to go play with the baby in the yeah. other room. But yeah. a
2: field goal at that point to me felt not nail in coffin, but I mean, you're coffin shopping. You you you, you down by three scores, seventeen, with, yeah, a, with a quarter and a half to go. Yeah, you're coffin shopping. You're you're not. You're not in good shape. You're shit. calling the next again. That's why I was th- I was so thankful that he went for it. Totally. I'm like, oh, dude, you're creating a window. And then he dropped the ball, and I'm like, oh, you you just created a window. And I just went flying through it. Monster Monday brought to you by First 5 California to learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress. Go to First5California.com. All right. Uh, We'll stick here on the phones, 888-957-9570. We will stay with you throughout the afternoon. The Niners are going to the Super Bowl. Let's keep talking
1: it out here on Willard and Dibs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
8: It seems like one of the most critical downs of this game here for Detroit Lions defense and Aaron Glenn needs an answer.
3: Third down, four-man rush, Purdy in some trouble, escapes, looking for the first down, he's got it anymore. Brock Purdy with the legs inside the 30.
5: Do it more, what are we doing? Just don't get hit, like scramble, you know maybe tuck the ball a little bit faster but like he, he scampers. I think that's the best way to describe it. He's a he's scampers. Like, you ever seen one of those little water dragons run across the water? Like, that's what I envision every time he's running with the football. I just <laughs> thought of that, too. That was not pre-planned. I'm um, pretty proud of myself for that. And then um, he does a really good job of avoiding contact. He dives into areas. He could slide once in a while, probably get a 15-hour penalty, you know. He's just he's a tough kid, a lot of grit to him, and he understands that, like, when, when he's playing at a high level, when he needs to play at a high level, everyone around him
4: is better. Now, back. To Willard and Dips on 95.7 The Game.
2: Well, the Purdy party takes another interesting turn. And what's fascinating about this whole thing, <laughs> I can feel the Purdy haters are like they're losing their grip. They still want to say what they say. They still feel what they feel. It's not like he came out and did it in his traditional form. And as you pointed out, of his 260-some-odd passing yards, 51 of them came on a helmet doink. Yeah. So it's perfect because he still had a half where he didn't look very good. And then he has an unbelievable rally, which his signature plays were a throw off of someone else's helmet and three runs. Those were his signature plays in uh in, in, in the fourth quarter. And so the purdy hater is gonna sit there and look at this and go, You guys, it's still not, it's still not, it's still not, it's still not. It's like, but you're also running, you're running out of gas. You're running out of gas. This is a man who's... And pre- you're running out of time. Yeah, he's, this is 26 football games. It's a season and a half. And it is now an appearance in a Super Bowl. It's uh, a, a 4-0 record in playoff games that he finishes. It, it's it's all adding up to... You're just... you you're You need a magnifying glass now to find your problems that you keep pointing out. I saw even Ryan Clark. He put his Michael Jackson boots on. Over the weekend, oh yeah, I loved him. I loved him all along. I love. Oh, shut up, shut up. Like there's no room for it anymore. Yeah, you're 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 out of gas.
4: There are two quarterbacks remaining in the National Football League. One terrific quarterback
6: and Brock Purdy. And Patrick Mahomes.
4: Yeah, pretty much, right? (laughs) Honestly...
2: He's not not terrific. He's otherworldly. He just... is insanity. Just watching
4: him play in in that first half and Travis Kelsey, I I like watching those guys play. It's going to be a little bit tougher a week from Sunday because it's going up against the 49ers, but that tandem has got to be among the the greatest in the history of the NFL. No question. And you saw it on display, but all the Brock Purdy haters at halftime were thinking, yeah, I can't wait to get to Twitter or X or whatever yep. threads. I'm going on Facebook, 7 of 15, 93 yards. And a pick, and a pick, and that was you know, you look and and at, and not a pick that
2: I want to explain away by ball, but his arm got no, no, that's a bad pick. It's
4: bad pick. His arm got hit. His but, arm
2: got hit because he's throwing the ball over the middle of the field when he shouldn't be doing throwing the ball over the middle of the well, field. His like, arm got
4: hit because the offensive line got dominated in the first half, and the defensive line got pushed backward.
2: But it's also on the quarterback. Like if you don't have the space to go to follow through and release a ball, then 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 don't
4: throw it. Don't throw it. You know what I mean? But that's not how he works, and that's partly why we love him, because he has this moxie, you know, big sock Brock and the rest of it, and so you can't applaud him for making these courageous oh, my God, throws, and then criticize him for, for trying to do that and getting his arm well,
2: hit. Well, I, I, look, just because all of them work, or some of them work, does not mean that they're great decisions. He was throwing a ball that was targeted for a receiver that was surrounded by lines. Right, right. And, uh, and and so an arm gets hit, and boom, it turns into an easy interception. Part of that is absolutely on Brock Purdy. So, no, it's not, not a great first half. But, um, but... <laughs> You Save your tweets so till after the game, right? Oh gosh! And some he did of you, it again. Some of you, so much fun.
4: And I stayed off of Twitter again, except for during halftime. And I made the mistake of lingering on Twitter as the game was getting started, and forgetting that Twitter is actually ahead of the broadcast that I receive. I was getting whatever. I saw a tweet from Tim Kawakami, and his tweet was something to the uh, the effect of, "Of course they go to Debo to get this thing rolling." And I'm about to play behind, and then next thing you know, it's that quick pass to Debo, and he shakes a tackle at the line of scrimmage and runs down the sideline and gets nine yards. And I was thinking, okay, here we go. And actually it was the pass before that where Debo ran the in-breaking route and then cut it down for about 20-plus. Once Debo started heating up and you saw that Brock Purdy was getting more comfortable, even down 17, I was still feeling pretty good about their chances.
2: Um, Let's get to more U888-957-9570.
6: Bryce in Phoenix. Hey, Bryce, what's up? Hey, I'm just sitting here in my man cave listening to the finest afternoon show in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, well, thank you, uh, Bryce. Yeah.
2: I, I, I hope that's awesome. Apparently, the That would be you. Okay, yes, uh,
6: You're the one I'm listening to. Yes. Uh, I want to know how a team goes from a defense that is Swiss cheese to a team that goes to a defense that is the Iron Wall of San Francisco. In two different halves, Dro- drove me nuts. I'm like, "What? What is going on?" i like, "I actually, I actually turned the game off to give them a better vibe because I'm thinking like, it's got to be me." So I was like, <laughs> "So I turned the game off, started looking at my phone." But uh, <clears throat> anyway, and I also have a thing on Brock in the second half. What's that? And this is a this this is a this is a. Well known, well known rock song that you'll think of the minute I put it out here. You'll probably play it. Hopefully, your producer will find a way to play it There's a rejoiner. Uh,
4: Brock's got legs and he knows how to use them.
2: Yeah, yeah. ZZ Top. ZZ Top. Spin your
6: guitar, Bryce.
4: <laughs> yep. There. Came out about 20 years there before our uh, technical director was born, but he can Google it. Uh, yeah, but,
6: but you'll lead him over
4: there. You guys will lead him
6: over there. You know what it is. So, anyway, thanks, guys, for doing such a great job. was listening to
2: you. Great. So. All right, bro, Bryce. Thank you very much. Uh, pre- appreciate that. I do love um, that part of it. And so you're welcome to throw that out there today. What would you do to change your energy at halftime? Because Bryce has that thought that we all do. We all have this thought. And it is the strangest, most irrational human sports thought that you could possibly have. Which is that you're watching a football game not go your way, and that thought goes through your mind, well, it's got to be me,
4: right? It must be me. Where I'm sitting, what I'm wearing, or a combination of the two. I've got the wrong underwear on. I don't have my right children in the house. I need to get where's my daughter? Right, I gotta get my daughter well, over I here. Didn't,
2: I didn't even think that until she until she gave me the like the verbal slap. Across I love the that face. she
4: put you in check. Yeah. Because like, that's not like you to be, well, I guess this thing's going to yeah, be over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it
2: was probably I guess over. We'll
4: turn our attention to the Pro Bowl. She's just like, but we'll use the Super Bowl. And I go, well, we
2: gotta, probably got to start wrapping our head around the fact that this is probably not going to happen. No! <laughs> no! No, Daddy! Drive the car.
4: Totally. She was right. We're going to the Super Bowl. You drive, and how about you <laughs> shut it up? Dude, so good. It's funny how we think that, though. and It's always the same thing about the no-hitter. Oh, you can't say that somebody's pitching a no-hitter because you might possibly jinx them, but it's like my... Oh, that I believe. My tweet in the East Bay <laughs> has nothing to do with a pitcher in... Oh, sure, it does. And, yeah. And yeah. you and I will never agree that on that. That is but,
2: completely your fault.
4: And it's it's just kind of similar to this where, yeah, the fact that you change seats or you put on a garment, did it really have an impact? Well, Probably not,
2: but who's to say that it didn't? Well, shout out to the people who got, like got either they had to move their seat or they got sent out. They got sent out. Like, Mila got sent out of the room. Yeah. And then it worked. So Mila's not allowed to watch games ever again. Oh, she's I locked in. I don't know in. if you know that. She but might be in your st- house for the Super Bowl. you got to <laughs> stick with it. Well, you know, I don't think we're here. Anyway, I don't think we're, we're like, I, it's possible. Watch
4: Party Willard? We might go. A timeout. You're not going. I might go. You're not going to the Super Bowl. Not to the like, but to Vegas, maybe. What about the show? <laughs> we'll do the show. I'll be back for the show. Okay, we need to take this off air because I thought we all were going, and then you know, yeah, you got three kids and a bunch of jobs, and so I was I like, do. okay, we're not going. Yeah. and we got Warriors games to get to, and yeah. we've got
2: no. I won't go to the weekend.
4: Ah, I got you. But so it might,
2: but I might also go somewhere else. Sure. The world is our oyster. It's great. It must be great to be here. The world is a vampire.
4: It's awesome.
2: (laughs) I don't know what we're going to do. Okay. It's all an open book. I don't know. Everybody's inspired. It's an inspiration sensation. Especially on a
4: Monday. Exactly. I mean, how many fans out there are going to Vegas, you know? Um, I'm sure a lot of Niner lot. fans are now yeah, thinking about. I bet, and I need to call my buddy Baltimore Joe, who had a room for me in Vegas, because I'm imagining that he might have canceled his reservation. Oh,
2: yeah, I mean that's the thing about this Super Bowl. Look, if the Super Bowl's in Houston, you're like, we're not going unless we've got tickets to the game. If the Super Bowl's in Vegas, I don't know. I couldn't tell you how many people I've talked to who are like, no, we don't need tickets to the game. We're just going. We're just going to Vegas. Yeah. I wanna just be in this thing. I wanna be cruising around the strip, high fiving drunk people. Yeah. Woo! You're wearing red. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so am but, I. <laughs> well, exactly. Everybody's wearing red. It's
4: Chiefs and Niners. Yeah, seriously. You know what I mean? Like the Super Bowl logo thing uh died a painful death. I sure did. It's good.
2: Anyway, but like, you know, watch parties, every casino, every place is gonna every restaurant, they've all got their thing. You can go to
4: this without going to this. It's true. And you're probably so, better off going to this and not having to spend oh, for God's thousands sense. to get yeah, you know, the, the to sit are, up in the nosebleeds. They're absurd.
2: And, yeah. They're absurd. And by the way, the Super Bowl, in some, I mean, I don't know about if you're watching it at a bar or whatever, but like, I don't know, man. The Super Bowl is kind of better when you're not there live.
4: Yeah, I've never seen one live.
2: Yeah, so. I've been I've been to a few and they're just, the, thank you. The, totally. Well, the commercial breaks are so long. it's pieced together in such a way that you're very like, I don't know. It's just, it's sort of an out-of-body feel. Like, what this, is this it? This is what everybody's watching and I'm here. Right. But it's all spaced out in a very odd way that you're not used to and you don't get to see any of the commercials. You don't get to be with any of your friends. You don't get to eat all the stupid stuff that people make. And you're out $6,000. True. And it's just like, Wow, this is different. I mean, the way I always kind of describe it to people, because I was at the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake thing. In oh the wow, Bob. yeah, I was there, and uh, hit I, him with one more. Come on, I Thank was, I, I, I was, I was there, and I, <laughs> and I, uh, I was the last to know that that had happened. You better be careful, because everybody's watching on TV, and they're like, Justin just took the thing off of. Whoa, there's Janet in all of her glory. And I'm in, like, section 4,882. You didn't see it from there? I'm just sitting there eating a box sandwich that someone left for me. And I'm like, what? Why is my phone? What happened? You couldn't see anything. So it's it's just it's different. It's different. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You that had no re- angle on that thing, huh?
2: <laughs> a really weird experience that entire game. All right. Uh, uh, Andy Rooney was in my seat when I got there. Rest in peace. No joke. Just passed. I kicked Andy Rooney out of the media seats. He's eating my sandwich. No way. I had to go to Andy Rooney's seat and steal his sandwich because he's eating
4: mine. He'd I'm probably like, gotten there first and had already eaten totally. it. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: like, sir, I really love your work.
4: Uh, but that's my seat. <laughs> oh, my God. it. Seriously.
2: I almost just laughed. I'm like, I'm not going to kick this old He thought guy it was
4: Willard seat. Brimley's seat. so yeah. And I know it's Wilford. Oh, but God.
2: I anyway, can. that was a funny day. Great story. Uh, yeah. All right. How about uh, John and Hayward? Hi, John. What are you doing?
3: Hey, what's up, guys? Just driving home from work. Um, heading back out to the Valley. And uh, yesterday's game was, yeah, it was tentful. Um But uh, I think... But definitely would happen. I don't want to get into the minutia of X's and O's, but you guys seen the game like I did. They weren't uh, cutting it on defense. They, You know, when they came out back uh, from the half, they actually went through a couple of glitches. They started playing some man and getting Jared Goff's face and then taking him out of his element. And then as far as uh, the offense, same thing. I think they cut pretty loose and said, hey, you're going to have to start, you know, Coming up with some plays on your own if you your timing's off, get out of the pocket. And I think that really helped out. And as far as what changed it for me was my granddaughter wanted to go outside <laughs> to the backyard, so I figured okay, it happened. I'm going to go ahead and barbecue. So I started grilling all the food, and in order to keep her busy, I had to throw on the old uh, Letter Factory, which is you know like a toddler video thing. Yep, and uh, started watching it through the. Uh, sliding door on the tv inside and i just I had to let it go I right? i can't change it but let's see what happens let's watch letter factory so
2: john you'll dismiss- never you'll never watch letter factory the same way ever again will you
3: no <laughs> no i won't yep that's no, gonna be it's
2: gonna be your good luck john, john thank you yeah look there are obviously for each of us fans there's that emotion where you're like, "Look, okay, let's let's welcome this thought into our brain like they might lose." And sometimes that can be a little freeing. What matters more is what it meant for the play calling and even the way Brock Purdy started to make decisions. This is sometimes when like when you see a player that's good at coming back and I don't know if I can call Brock that yet. It's it's good that he's now done it a few times. That's obviously very important, but When you remove from your thought process, I'm not gonna do that because something might go wrong. That's how you start a game. Like, I don't want to make the big mistake. Let's so let's try to be effective, but let's be smart about it. Then you're down 24 7 and you have to remove that. You're just like, well, now I gotta let it rip. Who gives a bleed? I gotta let it rip. And if it gets picked off, it gets picked off, you can't lose twice. So let's just play. And some guys are so good in that form where they're like, just let it hang out, man, because you have no other choice. And that's what he did very well yesterday. Teardrop to Jawan Jennings. What are you doing? Yeah, That's what he's doing. It's like there's reckless abandon because you're already
4: down. Yeah, and there's no real reason why that ball was caught. Jawan Jennings with an unbelievable catch (laughs) because – You mentioned it, and I'm just watching it back again. He's running, and he's running for the first down, and he realizes in real time he's going to be at least a yard or two short, and he's going to get crunched. So he just flips it to an area, and Jennings goes up and grabs it. He had three incompletes the entire second half. Two of them came on back-to-back passes. One was an intentional throw away over Juszczyk's head, and the other one was a deep throw down the middle that Juwan Jennings got absolutely undercut on pass it was over his head yep. and that's when they had to settle for the field goal but it. after that Brock settled down and the big key for me offensively was they got the running game unlocked Christian McCaffrey started to get some room to the edge the outside zone, McCaffrey got going, Debo with a couple of carries, and you were able to make the Lions now a little bit uncomfortable defensively.
2: Uh, no doubt about it. And 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 I got why it looked the way that it looked in the first half. The Lions have a very good run defense. And how would you defend the 49ers? Wouldn't you say, we're not letting McCaffrey beat us? Something else is going to have to happen. And they dared him to do it the whole first half, and it took the Niners a minute. It took them a minute, but they got it going. Um, how about... Uh, Jaime in San Pablo. What's up, Jaime? How you doing?
5: Good. How you guys doing? What's up? Hey. Um, so let me ask you guys a question. In an your honest opinion, I mean, I, I hate to do this, but if Jimmy plays yesterday, did we win that game? No. No. Of course not. Oh. Okay. Okay. So then that shouldn't that tell people, the haters and everybody else, that Brock has came in and has not just been a game manager, but he has actually. Has become has became a uh, uh, a creator has made plays on his own and has helped his team. I could I, I could honestly say Brock won the game for us with his running the running the ball throwing that ball in when pressure's in his in his face. I mean he did a lot of things yesterday that I mean if Mahomes does it if any other quarterback does it Josh Allen Lamar Jackson I mean they're talking about like you know like he, they would have put them out on the pedestal but if it's Brock Purdy and his team, they just don't want to give him the credit. And I just find that very irritating and confusing because it's like, so you want to say Lamar Jackson doesn't have the talent around him, so that's why he's not winning. But if Purdy has it and he's winning, it's not him. It's the talent. So I don't, I don't understand. Another thing, too, I feel like this time around with the Kansas City Chiefs, I feel like what, what defense was better, the 2019 defense that we played them, the 20, or this defense?
2: You talking about the Chiefs' defense or the Niners' defense?
5: Niner, 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 Niner defense. I Niner think defense.
2: I think what we're looking at right now, it feels like the 2019 defense was a lot better. Definitely.
5: So, do you guys think? Do you guys think that it's going to be a shootout, or would it be something where the defense well, would actually step up? We haven't played that perfect game. Have we played that perfect game? When's the last time we played that perfect game where like, defense shuts the, the team that We haven't played Jackson, that perfect game yet.
2: Jacksonville. Yeah. My, my answer. Yeah. Jaime, Thanks very much. Jacksonville the last time that the Niners looked like they were on all cylinders. Off the bye, yeah. yeah.
4: I, Dallas yeah. certainly was a game where they, offense and defense, they yeah. both were unbelievably sharp. And Philadelphia, too, was another game where, you know, they, they dominated on both sides. No doubt. In terms of... Took a quarter. They didn't yeah that was not a good first quarter. How this game goes, I think that, you know... For strange reasons, the Niners would rather have it be a shootout. I think they're more equipped in a shootout against this Kansas City than they are in a defensive struggle because Kansas City's defense is good and each and every week it looks better and better. Well,
2: if you take the four units, then here's what you would say about all of them. Um, Niner defense, greater than or less than it was in 2019.
4: It's close. It should be greater than, right, but they're but not, not playing that way. Less than.
2: But what about Niner offense? Greater than. Greater than. Okay, Chiefs defense. Greater than or less greater than? Greater than. Okay, but Chiefs offense.
4: Lesser than. Right, exactly. It's That's why this so, matchup is so fascinating. Totally,
2: totally. I like I, it, The 49ers are not as equipped to keep Patrick Mahomes down, but the last group didn't either in the end. The dam broke right. with six minutes to go, and they got to 31 points. That 49er team cannot hang when you get to 31 this one just beat someone yesterday yeah. who scored 31.
4: And I don't think that this offense of the Chiefs is equipped to break the dam like that one was. Agreed. They're, even Travis Kelsey, was a great player, he's probably not going to hit you for a 50- or a 60-yard gain. Uh, Valdez Scantling had the big play to seal the game, but that was his only catch, I believe. And Rashi Rice was mostly... Held held down by Baltimore. So well it's not an over the top offense anymore. Right.
2: Like, you know, the, the play that everybody still screams about, Nick Bosa was held and it was third and whatever it was. Third and 18, or third, or third and thirteen. Yeah. Whatever it was. That was Tyree Hill. Tyree Hill went for a hundred yards in that game. No more Tyree Hill. Yep. So we all know it's a very different offense and it is not as explosive. And so the 49ers, in theory, um, I'd be very surprised if the Chiefs offense came out and was cutting up and down the field. I know the Lions did, but the Packers didn't. They were good, but I never felt like the Packers were, like, oh my God, like they can't even they can't even stop them. They're right. like they didn't run away and hide. They only scored 21 points. So um, yeah, plenty of time obviously for us to go over that matchup. But its uh, I don't think it's an offense that's going to run away and put up a 38 on the on the 49er defense at all. Um, all right, it's Willard and Dibbs. So glad that you are with us. We're presented by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. We keep going with your phone calls. Also, coming up next... We have mentioned it a couple of times. Ryan Clark, with his comments on ESPN last week, remember how thankful he was that he didn't have to talk about Brock Purdy among the game's elite anymore and how hard that was for him throughout the year, said that Brock Purdy never elevates any of his teammates. Oh, well, wait what you hear, what he had to say after last night's game. That's coming up next on Weathered and Dips. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Merrow West Credit Union, working for you today, tomorrow,
0: together. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
2: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
8: Man, I, I have, I don't have, you know, enough good things to say about Brock. You know, he's all he's done since he's been here is play at an elite level. And everything starts with him. And I'm just really lucky he's our quarterback. You know, I mean he takes a lot of heat for absolutely no reason. You know, all he's done is been a great leader, been a great player, and uh, I'm so proud of him and pumped up that I get another one with him this year. Now, back to Willard and
2: Dibbs on 95-7, the game. How good was the look on Christian McCaffrey's face on that podium after the game? Like, obviously everybody's happy. Like, duh. But Sometimes you can look at certain people who have had a fire in their belly about a certain moment for so long. You know, like Brock Purdy and his family are happy, but they, they got here seven minutes ago. Right? Christian McCaffrey has never been. You know, this 49er group where it's like, oh, the Super Bowl, NFC title game, NFC title game, Super Bowl. Christian's never gotten to be a part of this. He got the 49ers all the way to a spot where Brock's arm fell off and... He he did like he's been right there every step of the way, taking all the hits and his Stanford roots and everything else that make the Bay Area feel so good that that smile on his face, that look to his family, that inner fire that finally said, I'm going to the Super Bowl. That was a really fun moment. That yeah was a really fun moment last I night. I think
4: a lot of that was born out of the way his game went, which was a mirror of his career, because his career started out, you know, good and fine in Carolina, whatever, you're a great player, but you're going nowhere. And at halftime of that game last night, he'd been bottled up and they're down seventeen. And you know that he and Debo came out in particular in the second half with a certain amount of anger and energy and they applied it toward getting their team to where they all thought they should have been in the first place. So seeing him up on the podium, there was the satisfaction of knowing he was going to the Super Bowl, but also the joy of knowing that he and the team did what they were supposed to do in terms of that offense. Because he was he was bottled up in the first half. And yep. he came out in the second half and he and Debo were running angry. And especially on that second McCaffrey touchdown where he gets hit at the two and he just he was not going to go down. Nope. The will to score from Christian McCaffrey is so great, and the will to win from all those guys, it really shined through in the, in the second half.
2: We'll play the Ryan Clark in a minute, but also raise your hand if you thought of the George Kittle miked-up moment from the last Super Bowl when the 49ers had the 10-point lead with six minutes to go, and then it craters, and the Chiefs end up winning this thing by 11, and cameras catch George Kittle, and he was mic'd up, On the sideline, looking at the field, once it was evident that the Niners were not going to win, and he just kept going, I will get back here. I will get back here. I will get back here. And I thought to myself about George a lot last night, too, because it's like, dude, not only did you make it back, you get to go against the exact same team. Right. And take another shot. Yeah.
4: Pretty poetic. It was very cool. And then you see him with his wife after the game. And you get a sense for their relationship where they're celebrating. And then she takes two hands and just pushes him. And he starts laughing. And it's you know the back and forth between Kittle and his wife. And you see Purdy with his fiancée. And McCaffrey with his celebrity dame and all the rest of them. And you see how happy they were. Some relief, but just... The exuberance, especially Brock when he kneels it down, Mm -hmm. the delayed kneel because he had to take two seconds off or whatever, and just the scream and the joy, especially for Brock knowing that everyone was going to say, all the Ryan Clarks were going to, you know what, see all of you, I told you, I told you he doesn't belong in this conversation, and then he goes out and throws three incompletes, two on the first drive, one the rest of the half. In leading his team back from 17 down.
2: Speaking of Ryan Clark, many of you remember this from last week. This is after the Niners beat the Packers on ESPN.
8: I'm about to uh, make a confession. The single hardest thing I had to do this year was act like Brock Purdy deserved to be in the conversations with the other people we're mentioning in that tweet. Because he was playing extremely well and operating in that offense and distributing the ball to Kittle and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, we had to continue to include him in conversations with the Lamar Jacksons. We had to continue to include him in conversations with the Josh Allen. Those things are not alike. Brock Purdy is a fine player. Brock Purdy can operate in Kyle Shanahan's offense at an extremely efficient level. Brock Purdy doesn't raise the level of play of anyone around him. And so when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, the people around them benefit from having those sorts of players at the quarterback position. Brock Purdy benefits from having the sort of players he has at the skill positions around him.
2: Okay. So how about now? Here's Ryan Clark today.
8: When you look at what Brock Purdy was able to do, Brock Purdy has separated himself from Dak Prescott. Brock Purdy has separated himself from Tua Valoa. Brock Purdy has separated himself from guys like Kirk Cousins, from guys like Justin Herbert. He was asked in the most pressurized moment to be the best he could possibly be. And you know what magnifying glasses do, right? Think about this, huh? You, you know, you in the club, right? You vibing. And she got on makeup, you know what I'm saying? She got her good weave in, her good wig on, and yeah. then the lights come on, right? You know what the lights do? The lights yeah. show the imperfections, right? Some of them scatter, and some of them walk closer to you. When they were looking for Brock Purdy's imperfections, he got closer to them. Take Brock notes, Purdy notes, became more of himself. He used his legs. He played <laughs> above the X's and O's. Brock Purdy, in my opinion... If I'm looking at those two games Saturday, Brock Purdy did what we would have expected Lamar Jackson to do. Brock Purdy trusted himself. We agree with that. Brock Purdy put the football where it was supposed to be. Brock Purdy won the football game. Down 17. (sighs) It's how it works.
2: I know it's how
4: it works. And I'm, all we're doing is not uh, bothered and it, throwing logs on the fire well, of you know, of these narratives. So now fine. now it's Brock Brock Purdy did what he's supposed to do. Although he Ryan didn't go on to say that he puts him in the same category. No, but he did he did
2: what Lamar was supposed to do. What Lamar right. couldn't do. Lamar's playoff record is now two and four.
4: The Ravens had two turnovers in the end zone. And one of them wasn't his fault, but one of them absolutely was. He threw it into triple coverage and then threw his helmet down. I mean, just
2: by virtue of four playoff wins. Four playoff wins. This guy's been playing for a year and a half. Yeah. He's got four wins in the playoffs. How many of these other QBs that we're talking about, sure, Patrick, Patrick's got four playoff Rush wins. Allen doesn't have four playoff wins. Tua doesn't. Tua doesn't. Lamar, Lamar doesn't. Doesn't. Kirk
4: doesn't. Kirk doesn't. Kirk doesn't. Dak doesn't. Justin doesn't.
2: <laughs> Justin doesn't have any.
4: Right. But uh, I'm just saying all the names that he named. Does Burrow? I don't think Joe has four. He has the three. Eh, right. Right? Three to get to the bowl. Yeah. And then he didn't get the fourth. I think Russ does, if we're still counting Russ. Russell Wilson. Yes.
2: Russ has won a Super Bowl. And Aaron Rodgers has four. I've won a Super Bowl that kind of, you know, whatever. That trumps everything. In terms
4: of quarterbacks who are current, who are active, who have four or more playoff wins Russ, uh, Aaron. Sure. And Patrick. Patrick.
2: Yeah. How about Stafford?
4: I think Stafford probably has four.
2: Does he have any playoff wins outside of the one year that they went running through? Does he have any? I don't know if he's got any outside of that year. Good point. So, I don't even know. I don't even know if the top. Grandy's got something. What do you got, I was going to
8: say, uh, Brock Purdy became the fourth quarterback in NFL history to win four playoff games in his first two years in
4: the NFL. Ben Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, and Mark Sanchez, and now Brock Purdy. Okay. Kind of a, a weird cast of, of three that others. Is. San, but,
2: Sanchez is the one that you're like, huh?
4: But only the fourth ever. <laughs> four playoff wins in his first two years. Oh. Burrow has five. Okay, Burrow's got Yeah, Josh Allen has five. He does. Yeah, Josh Allen's five and five. Okay. It's a sneaky five. And one other active quarterback, and you're not going to like this.
2: Oh, one other active quarterback has more than yeah. four playoff wins? Oh, he's got ten. And I won't like it? You
4: won't like it because, uh, yes. Oh,
2: it's, it's Joe Flacco. Flacco. Yeah, oh, Joe Flacco.
4: Flacco. Joe Flacco. Well, he's not not, not even a starter (laughs) now. He's not. Mahomes, Rodgers, Flacco, Wilson, Burrow, Allen, Mm -hmm. and then it's Purdy and uh, uh, Stafford has four, Goff has four, and uh, Jimmy G
2: has four. There you go. So Brock Purdy has already equaled Matt Stafford and Jared
4: Goff. And Garoppolo. And 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 he's been playing football for a year and a half. I love when your voice gets high. Thank you. (laughs) I mean... So,
2: here, by the way, this was not for nothing. Who cares about it? But you notice that I wanted to almost do a counter with Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark is incapable of using either the name just Brock or Purdy. If you're talking about Lamar, we say Lamar. If we talk about Mahomes, we talk about Mahomes. If we talk about Purdy, you have to use the whole name. Did you see in that cut how many times he used he said the
4: Brock full Purdy.
8: name Brock Purdy? Let's count them up. One minute, seven seconds. Here we go. When you look at what Brock Purdy was able to do, Brock Purdy has separated himself from Dak Prescott. Brock Purdy has separated himself from Tua Valoa, Brock Purdy has separated himself from guys like Kirk Cousins, from guys like (sighs) Justin Herbert. He was asked... In the most pressurized moment to be the best he could possibly be and you know what magnifying glasses do right think about this huh you you know you in the club right you vibing and she got on makeup you know what i'm saying she got her good weave in her good wig on and yeah. then the lights come on right you know what the lights do? The lights yeah. show the imperfections, right? Some of them scatter and some of them walk closer to you. When they were looking for Brock Purdy's imperfections, he got closer to him. Brock notes, Purdy notes, became more of himself. He used his legs. He played <laughs> above the X's and O's. Brock Purdy, in my opinion, if I'm looking <laughs> at those two games Saturday, Brock Purdy did what we would have expected Lamar Jackson to do. Brock Purdy trusted himself. We agree. With Brock that. Purdy put the football where it was supposed Take a to shoe be. Off. Brock Purdy won the football game. Down 17. 11 five,
4: times. Six, right? <laughs> well, he only he used everyone else's full name, too, except for one Lamar. He did.
2: He was preaching a little bit. He's preaching a little bit. Yeah, he's sitting next to Stephen A. and he's trying to learn from the man, Brock Purdy, a uh, Brock Purdy, a uh,
4: Brock Purdy. And He does a great job, Ryan yeah, Clark. It,
2: it, I got nothing against Ryan Clark, but here's something else he could have said in a lot less than a minute seven seconds. I was wrong about Brock Purdy.
4: End of segment. We, we don't do "I was wrong" on those shows, segment. though. I we don't, don't do. Why, I, I know I was wrong. I it's know not, but, I was wrong. Uh, content, what they do no, but on those you know, shows.
2: But you know what? There's a way to do that. There's a way to do that. We do that. We do that. But we don't do
4: that. We're doing this. And I this understand. is not that.
2: No, but it, they're, they're related. They are. They're related. We're all talking Distant sports. cousins. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're trying to make our points. You make them in a way that whatever. You think it pops a little bit. But like, for instance, one of the things that I've loved, the most self-deprecating moment of of Bonte and Joe in in, in the two and a half years that I've been at this station, they spent an entire afternoon making fun of themselves by replaying the video of them leaving practice after Trey Lance showed up. Right. And the two of them could not. Well, I saw them do this, and I saw them do and Trey Lance, the next level, and Trey, this, that, that, and then they spent an entire day making fun of themselves. And I loved it. I loved it. Like, there is room for that. So, what Ryan is saying can be completely fine. His analysis of yesterday's game. But somewhere in there, it would have been nice to be like, so remember when I said that he doesn't elevate his teammates? That was stupid. That was stupid. It was a stupid comment when he made it. I called it out that day. So, this is not... A victory lap because now the Niners are going to the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy, (laughs) Brock Purdy, he ran for 50 yards in the fourth quarter. Yet you're over here talking about this is the same thing that Jimmy Garoppolo did with these 49ers. It's not the same. It's never been the same. Why? Because Brock Purdy has elevated. Who? Brock Purdy. Thank you. Has elevated. The whole franchise, Kyle, Shanahan included. So that was the stupid thing that was said last week. And you yes, you can walk that back.
4: Yeah. Walk it back. Sure. And you can spend the rest of our days here at 95 7 the game hoping that people in that business walk things back. And uh they never will. It's not <laughs> it's not what you do in that business. You don't Walk it back. You don't admit you're wrong. I what mean, you do is you do what Ryan Clark did, and you go out of your way to praise a player that you spent the similar amount of time the previous week, all but bearing as not being as good as these other guys. And you know, but see, I think you do. Nick
2: Wright did when the Warriors won a championship after Wright, like six years. No, but Nick Wright,
4: what the yeah, whole but, thing uh, about Andrew Wiggins, like. Right. You, you can do it. You can do it, Ryan. It just doesn't happen. Just put and, your voice into it. Well, maybe if he wins the Super Bowl, and yeah. you know, all the people who have that ammunition are running out of ammunition, because you watch the game, and you see a team down 17 at the half, and Brock Purdy, yes, that man, was a big part of the comeback, 16-19 after the intermission, including hitting on his last seven passes and rushing for 50 yards, as you mentioned. And once they were able to get the touchdown to IUK to cut it to seven, and then the Gibbs fumble, and you punch it in to tie the game, that thing was all but cooked. Yep,
2: yep. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMC FM and HD1 San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch and YouTube. Powered by First NorCal Credit Union, the smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.